Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. You can follow us on Twitter at Ethos Pelicans at Lyle Swithenbank. Well, I've been MIA for about a week and I apologize for that. It has been a frantic week. I was finishing up at work uh, and changing jobs. So I started there today. Um, I walked straight in, I put my bag down, and I charged up the stairs to come and deliver this message to you all. The Pelicans have taken back control of their destiny. We were last talking about this historical Lakers loss, woeful loss to the Lakers. We couldn't win it, we had to win this game, we were both playing for the 10th spot, and now... A week later, we've won four straight. We're sitting eighth in the West. Still in the glut of uh, teams, but within striking distance of sixth, maybe fifth, fifth spot. I don't know. We, we, we're only a couple of games back. And to think that that is the case after the run of losses throughout the season that we had, uh, you know, that 10-game losing streak will forever haunt us. We're now firmly in the the postseason standings. You know, we're standing there. If the season finished tomorrow, we're playing in the postseason. Unreal. And, and to think that in two more games, well, you're only one game really behind Golden State. They're twelve games behind. We're thirteen. We could be out of the play-in. We. I'm speechless. I'm speechless. And it comes down to the team adjusting to who was on the court. You know, we talked about uh, guys being ball dominant, not passing the ball, not playing together, guys looking like they don't care, like they're not interested. Fast forward a week, and we're looking at a team that is emulating the success and passion and drive and fun that they were playing with this time last year that made us fall in love with this Pelicans team, that made everyone stand up and listen, hang on, these guys have got something going here and that are worth watching. And as a fan and as someone that talks about the team on a regular basis, lives and breathes Pelicans, but anyway, uh, that flew all the way across the world to go and watch them. This is exciting for me. This is really good, and this is a happy podcast. Now, uh, today we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the win recently about the Clippers, but we're going to talk about the schedule coming up, what we want to see, the news about Zion uh, that we got a couple of days ago now, and the steps in, and growth that these players have taken 
to take control of their own destiny. So let's get into that today. So we're going to start off with the game against the Clippers. It happened yesterday. Uh, the Pelicans ran away, starting a road trip, ran away with the victory 131 to 110. And they have had the Clippers numbers uh, for a little while now. They've beaten them four times in a row. Uh, despite that, you still have to show up. They had no Paul George, but still had a, a otherwise completely healthy roster with Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Herb Jones saw to the, uh, the clamping of... Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi really couldn't get a shot fired and uh, we ended up keeping him to a woeful, woeful shooting night. 12 points on 4 of 16 shooting and he just disappeared in the last quarter. We never even saw him. Uh, really had him in strife. They threw everything at, uh, at us. Every player on the Clippers roster played and all of them played at least... Well, almost seven minutes. That's how, how bad it was for him that we just kept getting away uh, at one point up by uh, over 20 points. And i lead this down to, firstly, Brandon Ingram playing with the ball in his hands more. He's bringing the ball up. He's creating. He ended up with 32 points and 13 assists. And that's following up a game the night before or two nights before uh, where he had his first career triple-double. You partner that with Trey Murphy, who was questionable coming in with a sore toe, and, and anyone else that lists uh, an injury as a sore toe the rest of the year should be fine. I think we should just we should uh, make toe injuries illegal and outlawed in our team, and we're not allowed to have them anymore. That's what I've decided, and it should be passed as policy. But anyway, we'll see how that goes uh, up the board and the chain of command. Um... Trey Murphy managed to get us 32 points as well. 11 of 14 shooting, 10 of 12. And the second youngest player in NBA history with 10 uh, three-pointers made, which is a, is a credit to him and a testament. It's the most efficient uh, 10, 3, or 32 points in um, Pelicans history. And he deserved it. He was lights out. And, it, and I credit Brandon Ingram for hitting him in the shooter's pocket and him just refusing to uh, shy away from shooting it. He was hitting him from everywhere, and it looked like he was going to go for 23s the way he was getting it. But every time he touched a ball, it was going up, and for the most part, it barely hit the rim. I think one of them was a transition three that he missed, and another one might have just been a regulation one. But uh, he otherwise was just on fire, absolutely on fire. Now, what we also saw was... The feature, and this is what we've seen in this, this probably these last four wins, and even the loss against Houston that we shouldn't have lost, but we did. Um, a featuring of Jonas Valanciunas. So we start with him and, and get the ball in the paint. And from there, the defense starts to collapse. As much as Zion draws this gravity, and we've seen that, and Brandon Ingram does as well, when you can get the ball down low and he just starts going to work, naturally defenders come across because they can see their centers under siege. Zubat, for um, you know, the most part, was really, really effective against him. But the ability for everyone else to play off of Jonas was really evident. We did that really well last year. And to see it this year resurface at this late stage, it's completely transformed how we play. And I'm, I'm here for it. It doesn't necessarily mean that Jonas is going to go and give you 50 points. And he didn't. He ended up with 17 and 13. But the threat... Of Jonas and the effort that he puts uh, into being an option 
I think is critical. And it allows our other players to then find space, play off of that double team um, that Jonas has and get everyone else going. It's, I mean, it's, it's easy to win when you shoot a, a heap of threes and you make a lot of them. It's, it's not no word of a lie. We didn't have any free throws uh, at halftime. None, which is insane. I've never seen anything like that. Uh, but we still managed to dump in 60 points on them, which is only the second team to ever do that in history. So that is credited by the fact that you're just raining threes on this team. And when they when they fall, we're we're a completely different team. But it also uh, comes down to the type of three point shot that you're taking, and therefore making is that you're getting open catch and shoot threes. All you have to do is knock them down. CJ McCollum ended up with twenty eight points, uh, twenty one points. Sorry, eight rebounds and eight assists. You know he flirted with a triple double, and he played uh, off the ball. Any time he was on the ball, the shot was it was woeful. He'd dribble too much or he'd force it or whatever else. He shot some ridiculous threes at times. But when he played off the ball and let Brandon Ingram find him or whoever else was, was uh, controlling the uh, the ball at the time, he was unreal. He was hitting open threes. He was getting open looks. He was managing to get his little floater going. The, the game is so much easier when CJ doesn't handle the ball. And all of a sudden, you've got this knockdown flame-throwing uh, career scorer just having to score and score at ease. And, and I love that from CJ. That's what I want to see is him coming off the ball, not needing to over-dribble and carry on and, you know, try to be this point guard. Let other people get you in the position to be successful. You just make yourself available and shot ready. And uh, I think CJ did a really good job of that. He stopped stat hunting, which I really liked. Um so, you know, he finished with a full stat line. Herb Jones, he only had four points, but was probably our most important player. Besides the point that uh, Brandon and, and Trey on one end, Herb Jones completely shut down Kawhi Leonard. And, and when you've got a player of that caliber who'd been shooting 50% from three or something like that in the last five games, you need to be on. Herb Jones caught this, like, bashing his eyes, eye closed up, and he still kept playing, battled through everything, and he was a difference maker. It's all well and good to score 130 points, and a lot of the time that's going to be enough. But in this NBA, anyone can score that. But making sure the other team's best player can't get comfortable, you're not going to stop him completely, but to make him uncomfortable, that's excellent. We had him discombobulated, and it came down to active hands and all on the defensive end. It helps them when you you get a good defensive possession that guys like Brandon and Trey and CJ and Jonas can get these easy looks. Najee as well. Josh Richardson had 13 points himself. They get these easy looks and these easy buckets and then all of a sudden, the ring looks massive. And uh, I really liked it. I liked how we've been playing. Uh, and, And I credit that to Willie Green and his staff for adjusting. I know it took probably two months too long. But at the end of the day, credit where credit's due because a one-four straight, they've, they've snatched back the opportunity to be in the postseason uh, from when they were previously last week and the outside looking in. Earlier this week, we were still 12th. And all of a sudden, we've charged up and now we're 8th with the opportunity to go to 7th uh, with a win tomorrow against uh, the Portland Trailblazers who probably won't have 
Damian Lillard because it looks like he's going to be shut down for the season, which is devastating for my uh, fantasy NBA fantasy grand final, which I am in and have Damian Lillard, which, you know, more for me. But anyway, I digress. What I'm saying is that the Pelicans have been playing a heap better. And it comes down to ball movement as well. If we have a look at the stats in this game, you know, like I said, we won 131 to 110. Ball movement has been a big, big plus on this uh, on this surge. We had 36 assists. On made shots, we had 51 made shots on 36 assists. That's unbelievable. The ball did not stop moving. And when you've got those sort of uh, trust in your your uh, your teammates and the ability to get in to better positions and test the defense, move it from left to right. Good things happen because teams can't adapt. They don't get to get settled on defense. They can't play a zone against you. They can't do anything because it's impossible to junk it up because the ball moves faster than the defense. They can't shift quick enough. So what you got to do is pass and move, pass and move. And good things are going to happen. And then all of a sudden, on the other end, you're making their, um, because you're playing hard defense, you're making their offense have to rush and make stupid passes. And we saw that. Points off turnovers was a a key factor in this. We had 28 to their 21. Off their turnovers, we had, as a total, we had 15 turnovers. They had 19. To, To turn over, I'll force a team to turn the ball over 19 times, that's... That's awesome. That's really good from us. 15 is probably a little bit too high, but again, you're then exploiting those 19 and you keep it to 21 off 15. It's not the best, but you're getting 28 off their 19, which means you're just blasting them every time they give up the ball. You're making sure you're getting points off it. And at the end of the day, you win by 21. That's that's almost, uh, almost the difference. So... Honestly, really, uh, really exceptional win, and um, I, I credit all of the guys in this. I don't, I don't feel like anyone played badly. This, I have seen people out there criticizing certain players, and oh, they're not doing this and they're not doing that. But at the end of the day, all I care about is wins and losses. And if they're ugly and horrible and disgusting, and we win by one point. Well, that counts exactly the same as slapping the Clippers all over the Crypto.com arena. It's the same as slapping the Spurs. It's the same as winning against Charlotte Hornets. It's the same as beating the the Nuggets. You know, any team, it's the same. They all just go into that little W column. I've said that all season. We all know it. So, I'm really impressed. And I I can't, I'm not going to be critical in this one. And I'm not going to have a crack at anyone. They just, they have their own opinions and... You know, whether they're right or wrong, and even if they're wrong, you know, we'll make those uh, assumptions themselves. All power to them. But um, really good. So what we might do is we'll go to a break, and then when we come back, we're going to have a look at the upcoming schedule. We just, let's do a bit of like philosophizing. I don't know what you would call it. I don't know, theorizing. Anyone want to help me out with that word? We can, uh, we can recircle back. But stay around and i will be back after this save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back, everyone, to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. As I was before the break, I remain the same. Um... Before the break, we talked about the win against the Clippers. Fantastic win. What a difference a week makes. It says it in the headline, uh, and that is exactly what the theme of this episode is. Firmly in the playoff race. Exciting. We love postseason basketball, and we just need to control our fate. We are now at 537 and 37 with a game against Portland Trailblazers up in Portland tomorrow. Must win game again. Every game from now on is must win. There's probably a couple that you're going to drop, but you have to come in with a mindset that if you lose a game, you're costing yourself an opportunity to play in the postseason. And that needs to be the mentality. And I think it's finally clicking for the guys, which um, I'm really excited about. Particularly because we have a look at this little glut of teams. Phoenix for fourth are at 39 and 35. Clippers, 39 and 36. Golden State, 39 and 37. Minnesota is 38 and 37. We're at 537 and 37. Lakers, 37 and 38. OKC, 37 and 38. And they're 10th. And uh, Dallas, 36 and 39. And Utah, 35 and 39. So from 12th to 4th is... Yeah, what? Four games? That's still really, really, really close. As we know, with about 10 games remaining, uh, we need to make sure that we capitalize on every single opportunity. And that starts with winning the games you have to win. So, as I said, next game on this road trip is the Portland Trailblazers. Not sure whether or not Damian Lillard will be available. Uh, Fingers crossed he's not, and he's injured and he's shut down for the season. Although, prayers up to my fantasy team, as I said. This is important, because if you're winning games on the road, winning at home gets even easier. I truly believe that. If, if you go to some places like Portland always has a good crowd, it's a hard place to win at, Golden State's the same. If you show out there against a hostile crowd, when the crowd's on your side and you're sleeping in your own bed and everything's going your way, you have to take that advantage. But if you can win on the road, it makes your job at home easier. And, and you know, you may not have to play quite as well as you do on the road. So capitalize while you can. Great start against Clippers. Now we take care of the Trailblazers. It's going to be more of the same. Nurkic, I think, has been in and out. I don't know whether or not he's healthy, uh, but if it's it's Eubanks or even if it's Nurkic, you, you go to JV again, you let him go to work, and you just play exactly the same. Brandon Ingram, play off him. He controls the ball, get everyone else going, and, you know, hand out plates, as they say on the broadcast. Uh, keep dishing those dimes and... And guys will keep rewarding you. Now is the time to really start uh, tuning up ready for the postseason. Because it's all well and good to thump bad teams, but you're going to be coming up against good ones if you make it to the playoffs. And every team's playing for the same thing. And that's, uh, I think, is what's good about the playing, actually. little side note is that no one's really tanking. If you're close enough, um, it, it almost leaves too late in the season to truly tank unless you're like historically bad, such as like, uh, you know, Houston, 
San Antonio uh, and Detroit on the other side. You know, those teams, they knew they were going to be bad, so they lost a heap of games, uh, and they were going to be firmly in the playoff, uh, in the hunt for the number one lottery pick. But otherwise, everyone's close, especially in the West. That's, that's stacked. That's hectic. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. But what it, it breeds is, is healthy competition. And it means that every game matters and you're getting exciting basketball up to the end of April and then into the play-in and then into the playoffs. Uh, and I, I thoroughly enjoy it, honestly, particularly because my team has benefited from it. But anyway, I digress. The next game on the road trip. So the first night of a back-to-back is this Portland game. We then go and take the Warriors on, and apologies to everyone in New Orleans with the time difference. That's brutal. Uh, those are some late games that we're getting. Um, so we play the Warriors the day after. That's, uh, that'll be Tuesday night. So Monday, Tuesday, we'll play. And again, I don't, we're two up on the Warriors. We've beaten them both times. They rested all their players. I don't know whether or not they're going to do that now uh, because they're probably a little bit too close to comfort to falling back into the play-in, uh, and we need to... Well, we're trying to take their spot. So uh, we need to bring our A game. You're going to get stretched out by the shooters. And it is going to be about defending hard and making sure you secure the rebound. Long shots equals long rebounds. So there's a key there is if they're going to take a long shot, you make sure they either hit it or you try not to. You don't want to miss. And if they miss, you secure that rebound. Only one shot per possession. Really, really got to harp on that. Defend the living daylights out of it and punish them inside against their uh, undersized big men, or otherwise play off of JV and and really um, and capitalise them. Get BI going and, and set the tone, and punish them with threes as well. You know Trey Murphy's there, CJ's there, they can shoot. Josh Richardson's finding a bit of bit of range. Najee's hitting a bit of range as well. So let's see um, if we can keep that going. We then get a day off which is always nice. I don't mind a little rest. And then we play the Nuggets, which is the top team in the West. Uh, it's going to be another tough game. But we do have the Jokic stopper in Billy Hernan Gomez, so maybe he will be uh, dusted off and, and allowed to play against Jokic. Um, we know JV usually gets a bit of trouble against him, but we've beaten them before, and every game we play them uh, is pretty close. So again, I think these next three games are all winnable. We may not win them all, but they are all winnable. We have the opportunity to win. And if you win those three, well, you're putting yourself in a really good position to be successful down the line. Um, Like we said, we want to control our own destiny. We then get to go home. And the road trip ends and we take on the Clippers. Another team we just beat. We don't know what situation they're going to be like, whether Paul George will be back or not. But whoever's in front of you, we have to keep riding that momentum and try to secure that victory. You have to go and... Treat every game as you're back against the wall. Win or go home. And I think, again, another team we can win. We just saw what they did to them this time. Uh, and it's going to be an important uh, run in. Now, they said, and we haven't really talked about it, but Zion Williams' injury, uh, he's back onto on-court activities. He's starting his ramp back up to come back. Uh, and he was going to be reviewed in two weeks. Now, that was early or probably middle of last week. They told us that. Around the 4th or 5th of April gives you those two weeks. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping you might be back for that homestand. I don't have any intel or anything like that. But if you just base it on the ramp up and it all going smoothly, fingers crossed, touch wood, all that sort of uh, superstitious stuff, we need it. Um, 
we take the Kings on. And I don't know whether or not he'll be back for the Kings. He might be back for Memphis. It's a back-to-back. But Kings is a team that we've beaten as well. They've, they've missed players at times, but we've also been hosed by them. So we need to make sure that we bring our A game. They're going to play fast. They want to score a ton. But with sometimes, if you play too fast, you can turn the ball over. So if you speed them up and make them be indecisive, you know, get into Sabonis, get into De'Aaron Fox and make other guys beat you, it's very doable. But you can't take them lightly. They're not going to defend a heap, but they are going to score a heap. So it's about... uh, they bring expectations and, and really executing. They're a good side. They're, they're right up there in uh, in the West. I think they're locked in at third. So uh, you need to take every opportunity that, that comes towards you. If they do rest some players, well, that would be nice and they can have a break uh, and help us out. Well, you got to capitalize on it. And in this last week, that may very well be an, op- uh, an opportunity that teams do rest them. They're locked in. Memphis, second night of a back-to-back at home as well. It's the same thing. We don't know who's going to be in front of us. But if we're tuning Zion up, maybe he comes back and, uh, you know, gives uh, a little visit to Jar and, and his team and, and we uh, we steal one. I don't know if we can win every game going back. Of course, we've been saying this, but there is opportunities. There's opportunities and you've got to seize them. Play the Knicks. Uh, that is on the 7th of April. Uh, it's going to be a tough game. They've beaten us before and... Uh, you know, it's going to be decision-making. Also, they like to play a lot of their guys' big minutes. Do they rest players? I don't know, perhaps. You know, they, they go and uh, sit Julius Randle or sit RJ Barrett. Thibodeau doesn't typically do that. He likes to run them into the ground. But maybe they'll take pity on us and say, well, actually, it's a long trip. Let's just go and enjoy the New Orleans nightlife and, uh, and not play. And we can play the youngsters. And then you've got to capitalize. Our final game of the season is against the Timberwolves, and it is at Minnesota. Uh, It is the 9th of April, our final game, and it is probably our most critical. At the moment, we're tied with them, or half a game behind, and uh, the tiebreaker is still undecided. We've won a game each, and it will come down to the last game on the last day of playoffs. So that could really mean the difference between uh, being in the play-in, being... Uh, having two home games or having an away game, being able to play one game and get into the seventh spot, I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be tricky. So really, you want to get yourself home court advantage if you're still in that play-in hunt. Otherwise, you just want to secure it to make sure that you protect your spot outside the play-in, hopefully above. But honestly, we've got to run home and it is going to be hectic. But it's... For once, the Pelicans have control of their own destiny. And it is purely because they adjusted, they bought in, and they decided that they were going to play together. So I'm excited. You all should be excited. And if you're not, well, you know, maybe that's for good reason. You've been stung before. But this time of season is the fun, uh, the, the funnest, and, and I enjoy it. So I think I'm going to leave it at that. The Pelicans have clawed back from the depths of despair we're going to take on the Portland Trailblazers tomorrow. I'll come back after that and we'll have a chat. So anyway, this has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank, at Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithenbank. Stay safe and bye for now.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.